You're listening to the Legend Best Podcast for Entrepreneurs. Whether you're just getting started or been in business for many years, we take a deep dive into what it takes to truly become successful. It's time to level up your business and your personal life. Now, please welcome your hosts, Jameson and Courtney Gavin. What's up, legends? All right, all right. So today's episode is going to be about something that you have definitely heard of. It's going to be about a company that millennials absolutely desire to see come out with something new every single year, something that baby boomers just can't live without, something that 50% of users never even want to touch. So what am I talking about? This is the Legend Vest Podcast. This is yours truly, Jameson Gavin. This podcast is where we teach you how to become a legend and also how to invest in yourself. So the company that we're going to be talking about is Apple. And today's title is Why I Invested in Apple at age 17. So a lot of you know whom Apple is. I'm pretty sure there's probably no one who actually knows how to download and listen to a podcast, doesn't know what the word and company Apple really is. Now, you may be asking yourself, there's no way you got in at age 17. I'm actually going to tell you the price that I got in at. So let's see here. The price that in 2007 25 dollars so i actually got in on a, on the highest um that it was in 2007 and i thought that i you know and actually 2008 it actually did go down uh, a bit but then it went back up so you know the thing is um i got in and on this time because of the iPhone. So we all heard about the chatter of the iPhone. And if you know my story, you know how I was raised every summer. We'll do the same for, for our children is every summer, you know, the kids come out of school. They think it's just vacation, vacation, vacation. That it's going to be party. You know, you're going to be I, I wanted to play soccer all year long. I wanted to just train and I wanted to just do the things I wanted to do with my buddies and ride bikes around, you know, the neighborhood all summer long. However, that's not what my parents had in mind. And so what my parents had in mind for me to do every summer i would do book reports i would read books i would go to my grandma's house she would have us literally read books every single day and you know i, I don't know if you guys remember this in atlanta georgia but some schools will send you home with like a little packet and it was like it is they would tell you you know it's not mandatory that your child does this packet over the summer but if you want them to be an a plus student and go far and all far and wide we're going to give them this crazy long super ridiculous packet about things that are going to be learning next year and the things that they've already learned this year and it'll get them ahead of the curve and my parents for some reason they thought they heard not mandatory they just heard they didn't hear the not they just thought it's their purse the teacher said mandatory so every year i had to finish that flipping packet and i would hate it and uh you know one of the things with the packet was just kind of keeping your mind moving keeping your mind not on just going to six flags every day and just riding bicycles and getting into nonsense and trouble was actually just to keep your mind into the mindset of learning and i actually do agree with that you always need to be learning you always need to be investing in yourself so one of the books that i read over those summers was actually about stocks bonds etfs penny stocks things like that and so they had multiple different books and that would go on as you progressed and one of the things of stocks that I understood at that time was 
you always want to get into the particular stock before the buzz happens with the stock. So you want to basically gauge and see, do you believe that the stock is overvalued or undervalued? Do you believe that the timing is right? Where on the, on the, it's basically a bell curve, right? Where are you on that bell curve? Are you at the beginning? Are you an early adopter? Are you at the top or the median? Or are you on the tail end? Like most people flipping on Bitcoin, right? And then got in on the tail end and then lost everything. So where are you in that, in the life cycle of this and the stock market is just a cycle, ladies and gentlemen. And a lot of times in businesses, uh, fortunately but unfortunately, where we are with technology, technology rising and falling so quickly, where new technology is new and then it is now old technology and, and only a few years later, all these things are cycles and you have to basically time it very well in order to dump really to dump a lot of money in it. Now, if you're going to play in the stock market, I do recommend that you keep your money in long term. It's not about just timing, get in, get out, get in, get out, get in. Like, you know, you're playing like double dutch, you know, pop, 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 you know, it's the stock market is not that type of a game. Do not do this if you want to make money in the stock market. It's not get in, get out, get in, get out, get, whoa, 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 watch, watch, some. you know, it's not hot potato. OK, which is why I don't like penny stocks. I have done penny stocks. I've done it all. I've done forks. I've done it all. But one thing I don't like is actually penny stocks because I don't like the little I don't like sitting there. Like, oh, my gosh. Oh, ooh, OK. Let me. Ooh, 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 let me. Oh, ooh, I missed it. Whoa, no. OK, let me get out. No, no, no. I don't like the price ceilings too, too small and in the, and the floor is too low. I don't like I don't like it. I don't like the little small stuff. I don't like it. It's nerve flipping racking. So, you know, when we're looking at Apple, ladies and gentlemen, you know, we're looking at one hundred and ninety dollars right now uh, is where is where the Apple stock is, you know, as a share. Uh, when I got in, you know, like I said, you know, we're in the it was in the twenty dollar range and I'm pretty sure that, um, you know, my uncle and auntie, they got in a lot quicker than I did because I gave them the advice a few months before that. I said, guys, really need to look at Apple, really need to look at Apple, really need to look at Apple. And they actually did get in to that, uh, you know, not too, not too long after I told them to do that. So, you know, Apple, when we look back at what Apple was, okay, Apple was just in one, basically in one vertical. And that vertical was just computers, right? So Steve Jobs, Apple, you know, they were just in computers. You guys probably remember those computers. I remember they brought them into Bowie Elementary School. That's where I went to elementary school. Bang, bang, bang. That's not a password for anything, so can't nobody hack my account. But here's the thing. I went to Bowie Elementary, and at Bowie Elementary, they had they brought in, like, these Macs, and they brought us some gateway computers. And the Macs were so cool because the Macs on the back of them, they had, like, colorful, like, backings of the, um, the rear projector monitors. And the gateway computers, the only thing that was cool about those was just the box. It was like a cow print of a box. Now, the Mac computers, like you fired it up, it was ready to go. The gateway stuff, it was like download, and you had to plug in a CD-ROM, you had to pop this, boom, boom, had to download. It was like ridiculous. So what we ended up doing in the classroom, we just went with the Macs. We didn't even do nothing else. It was Mac. Once you go Mac, you never go back. You know what I mean? It's pretty much it was like that. And uh, the computers were great. Now... You know, we look at what Apple is today. So when I got in, I got in because I knew the iPhone was different. So I used to really be, and I've always really been in technology. Technology is something I will always have multiple businesses around. I will always have businesses in tech that even people don't know about, like websites or, or drop shipping or selling things online. I mean, it's just it's something I love. If physical hardware, software, I, you know, the whole space of it. And one of the things that I really enjoyed doing back then was actually... 
understanding uh, mobile devices, right? And so I understood as a kid, and this is something for you as well in looking into emerging businesses. I always talk to my wife about emerging businesses, and sometimes I think she's like, why are you talking about this? This doesn't make any sense. But for me, I just understand it, and I, and I understand what will be a huge winner in the future and something that's going to be just just small game, like fidget spinners. I knew... You know, I knew the fidget spinners. She's like, well, we should buy fidget. We should sell those fidget. I'm like, it's too late, right? Before, by the time I was flipping the fidget spinner, everybody already had them spinners, and the shops were already set up on the on the front end. But here's the thing with Apple: you look at the cell phone, okay? I got a, I have a, a a water bottle behind me. Actually, it's a sports drink, okay? I have a sports drink behind this camera. The sports drink is like this big, right? You look if you know the rapper. Um, Biggie Smalls and in those in a lot of the older rappers, right? Then like P Diddy, right? They used to have the cell phone was like as big as like a sports drink, and they would put it up to their face, and then like cover like the whole like you know what I mean, and the antenna was like, boom, it was like like flying out like a lightsaber, right? It was long as crap. Then you start moving to the cell phone age of like the Motorola Razor and all sort of stuff, and, and just and the, the actually was the Nokia, right? You start moving the cell phone started getting smaller. Smaller, 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 right? And then, you know, we talk about, you know, iPhone. And you hear the on the press about iPhone. It's going to be like just a complete screen. They're like, whoa, how are they gonna, where are the buttons going to be and all that stuff, right? And so you never have the Palm Pilots. I had, I mean, I was into all of this stuff, right? Which is actually why how I ended up working um, on the BlackBerry team and, and, and developing the Quick Charger, you know, with, uh, you know with, with, for cell phones. And so, you know, it's so amazing because I understood. We went from this, right? to like this in really not that long of a time. And so I and I I've, I knew okay, if technology is changing that quickly, right? Cell phones are becoming more easily acceptable. You got carriers who are building uh, platforms around the country and the world, right? For mobile devices. So what's going to happen to this mobile they're getting smaller, which means what? They're more portable, which means they're what? More accessible. You have billion dollar companies who are building networks right around these smaller more accessible products so how did i know that apple was going to be the winner i knew apple was going to be the winner because they knew design so when it came to these other these other phones nokia and things like that and all those other the design wasn't it wasn't uh, over the top it wasn't so easily it wasn't just you know like that thing that that was the way the future was going to be everything was was not that much different. They made a big phone smaller, right? Like the Nokia's and these other phones, but they weren't radical. They weren't totally changing. And I've talked about this in another one. They were not a unicorn. And so when I knew and I and I saw and I heard about the iPhone first, and I said if a whole phone with no buttons and just screen to screen, I knew I got to get into with this company. It, the timing is now. And so jumping in and we look at what what's already happened with the stock i'm not selling none of that stock i'm I'm in for the long haul you know you guys it's gonna be there you know yeah he ain't taking that money out you know what i'm saying so and i knew that that this unicorn was going to change the world and i'm so thankful that my aunt and uncle actually listened to me you know shout out to them because i'm pretty i i think they put a, a quite more significant amount of money that i did at age 17 i'm pretty sure into apple and so we look at what apple has become today and this is also I really hope you guys are listening to the content that we're pushing out because a lot of this stuff people are not telling you and this is stuff that that the millionaires that we're doing the stuff that the billionaires are doing and you have to follow this stuff because it's really going to allow you to, to succeed. 
one of those things is this. So you make your money typically if you, I'm, I'm talking to somebody. OK, you make your money typically by doing one or two things very well. Focus on those one or two things, whatever it is that you have decided one or two things, not 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 more than one or two. OK, and it probably should be one. Most people can only do one, but some people can do one or two. Right now you look at Apple. OK. And now they have five different things. They got the iPhone. Okay. I got iPhone. Everybody loves iPhone, except I said at the beginning of the episode, except 50% of people, which they're Samsung. Okay. Now you got the iPhone. Right. We look at what that is. iPhone sales have actually declined 15% to 51 billion. Okay. It continues to make up more than 60%, six zero of Apple's total sales. Now, what's crazy about that number, ladies and gentlemen, is it's actually down. From over 70% in Q1 of 2018. Think about that. The iPhone was really what totally got everybody on board. We all know the iPod, and that was great in itself. Don't don't get don't get me wrong. I love my love my iPad back in the day, right? And I and I started modifying I yeah, that's that's another story. But you know, the thing is, the iPhone is actually down. Dropping in sales. Why is that? Okay, I can talk to that in a, in a, in a different episode, right? But you got to understand the way that the cash cow that the cow was bringing in the cash into the barn is starting to go away. Now we move to uh, to the next one, right? You got Mac, right? And I'm, I produce the podcast. I do this on my Mac. This is my my work laptop. I always, always, always will probably have a Mac until I until something else is better. It's Mac. Once you go Mac, you never go back, right? And the Mac generated sales of $25 billion in fiscal 2018. That's incredible. You know, the revenue for the Mac grew 9%. So the iPhones dropped, but the Mac increased. Interesting. So what does that say? I'm going to get into that in a second. The iPad, right? It launched in 2010. It quickly became the first commercially successful tablet and computer basically merged together. The device sold more than 3 million units Right. Incredible. When it was released. And it was, as of 2016, the iPad accounted for roughly 25 percent of global tablet sales, 25 percent of all tablet sales in the world. Right. In 2018 came in at 18.8 billion. So in Q1, it grew by 17 percent. Interesting as well. Now, here's what you got, which is what I think the millennials like. Right. Is the wearables, home accessories. Right. So and this is what it was going to be the future. Mark my words. More devices and more things that are not smart, that are not connected, will become connected. Okay, so you got Apple wearables, um, which is previously titled as other products. The seven posted 17.4 billion in sales, 17.4 billion in sales in 2018. Now, don't forget, folks, wearables and home accessories for Apple, which is basically like the home pod, things like that. This is a this is a new industry. You got iPad that's been around from t- since 2010 and they just at 18.8 billion. But you got wearables, which is like the iWatch. You got the HomePod, things like that. 17.4 billion. Very quickly, that puppy rolls up very quickly. I don't know what their margins are, obviously. Right now, the segment grew 33 percent over the same period last year. Now, you got AirPods in there. All these kids love these AirPods. I'm never going to wear the AirPods. I think it looks silly. But, you know, um, you know, you got the then you got the new ones coming out. Now, this is what I want to talk about. The last one is this. This is the future of Apple. This is the future. If you don't understand this is the future, 
you need to listen to another podcast because you don't know what the future is. You don't. You need to. We need to watch back to the future because you need, you're going back. Okay, is services. Services is the future of a lot of these businesses, especially companies like Apple. They're gonna do something else that I may hit you in a bonus and a pro tip. But here's the thing: services segment posted revenue of thirty seven billion in 2018 and ten point nine billion already in Q one. Already in Q one. Already in Q1, baby, of 2019. Already is a third. And just in Q1, they did a third the year before. It's crazy. 19% increase to an all time high. It's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Apple services uh, business posted gross, gross margins of 62.8%, which is just incredible. The service margin also is dramatically bigger than Apple's 38% margin for its overall business so when it comes down to it apple has what hope you said it i hope you i hope you said it apple has diversified apple would receive their income from one or two things like i told you this is what you have to do with your personal life you're going to make most of your money from one or two things after you do that then you begin to invest and to build other things but you don't throw away the number one and number two you, you don't do that yet. You continue to do those things. You continue to make money in those things as you build your next things. And then the next, before you know it, one of these, the next five is a hit like services. So yes, they have tried to do many other businesses. Yes, they have flowed in other things. Yes, we all know those stories. If you don't, you should listen or, you know, read about it or watch something. But here's the thing, you know, when you continue to die, invest into multiple things, one of those things is going to be a hit. You've already had the success. Now you just got to stay true to your investing principles. You have to continue to actually invest a percentage of what that that top line that you're saving into something else. And that look at services, thirty seven point two billion gross margins of sixty two point eight. I mean, double of the iPhone thirty four point three margins double. It's, it's beautiful, ladies and gentlemen. So pro tip for you, Apple will definitely be getting into more physical things. And I do believe that the vehicle industry, I did a podcast on that one not too long ago. I do believe that, that there is space in the vehicle world for Apple. Uh, actually, I would just say the transportation. I'm not even going to say like vehicle, like a car, but I want to say the transportation world. Apple will absolutely be getting into that industry later. Last but not least, I want to make this st- statement here. As you gain your success, as you begin to to make more money, what you don't do is you never risk it all. I know that there are some entrepreneurs out there who believe that you always risk it all. You always put it all on the line, but you never risk it all. Leaving a legacy for others is making sure that you are a great steward of what you have been given. And therefore, you never, ever, ever risk it all. You never put all your money in your eggs into one basket after you have been successful at something and after you have now developed financial security and financial success saying that remember 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 if there's something that you want to invest in it must only be a percentage of what you're saving and putting aside every single month so hope you like this episode make sure you like and subscribe if you have any questions i hope that you do please let me know you know where to find me jamiesongavin.com legend vest with a v dot com and i really hope you enjoyed today's episode thanks again